Welcome to Planet Mainstage. My name is John Prentice. to the show, February the 4th, 2023. That was Bruce Coburn with Up on the Hillside from Sunwheel Dance, his third studio album released in 1972. It was remastered and released by Rounder Records in 2005 with two bonus tracks. And the one and only Bruce Coburn is coming to town courtesy of the Winnipeg Folk Festival next Friday. And today I'm going to feature his music and one of my favorite interviews done with Bruce just prior to him playing at the festival in the summer of 2017. We'll also have our Name That Riff contest at the beginning of the second hour and some new music and some feature Canadian and Winnipeg artists who are playing, showcasing, at the 2023 Folk Alliance International Conference being held this weekend in Kansas City. Bruce Coburn has recently released a new album called Rarities, which we'll hear more of later 
in the show, and he has just begun an extensive tour and will be at the BERT next Friday, February the 10th. Get tickets and visit his website at brucecoburn.com. In 2017, he last played at the Folk Festival. It was his seventh appearance there, spread over the space of five decades. I interviewed him from his home in San Francisco for Festival Express, a series that we do each year on UMFM. And now, through the magic of radio, let's go back to summer six years ago. This is a special podcast produced by UMFM 101.5 in partnership with the Winnipeg Folk Festival. Bruce Coburn is one of the most well-known and well-loved Canadian folk musicians. He has written more than 300 songs, over 30 albums, a poet and instrumentalist beyond measure. His songs, which vary from the most beautiful ethereal love songs to the most hard-hitting calls to action, have won him numerous awards from Junos to the Order of Canada. His creative urge continues. I was thrilled to be able to talk to him from his home in San Francisco. But first, here is an early favorite of mine from the collection.
opening sentence on his website says, One of Canada's finest artists, Bruce Coburn, has enjoyed an illustrious career shaped by politics, spirituality, and musical diversity. We in Winnipeg are lucky to have him coming back for the 44th Winnipeg Folk Festival this year. And right now we have him on the line from his home near San Francisco. In San Francisco. In San Francisco. Hello, Bruce. How are you? I'm doing all right. Thank you. Well... A personal thank you, right away, close to the beginning here, for all your music. It's uh, It's been a great pleasure in my life and an honor to chat with you. And um, you're, it looks like you're about to embark on another tour, another portion of your life, extensive tour, and a, a launch of a new album in the fall? Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm, I'm actually quite impatient about that. I, I wish we didn't have to wait that long to get it out, but uh, but that's just the way the machinery works. It's not like I haven't been touring. I I, I do quite a bit of touring uh, solo, but this will be uh, generally, as is, is the case with the release of an album, it's the occasion for a band tour, and quite looking forward to that. And when you uh, when you start the album, it'll be will be with a band, but until then, and at the folk festival, you'll be solo. Is that right? Yes. Um, what are some of your uh, early memories of the Winnipeg Folk Festival? <laughs> um, I remember actually making a lot of friends and and meeting a lot of really great people. Uh, like, I mean, I think I was at the first one, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, and, and, uh, and the, or the first few, perhaps, and then there was a bit of a hiatus. But, um, but yeah, there's, there's uh, good memories of traveling west and, you know, connecting with Well, I was just saying before we came on the air, um, I thought I'd give a quick call to the founder of the Winnipeg Folk Festival, Mitch Podolik, and ask him if he had any Bruce Coburn stories that I could relate or ask you to talk about. And, uh, well, he actually said the Winnipeg Folk Festival wouldn't have got off the ground if it wasn't for you. I mean, (laughs) not sure. also not sure quite what he means by that, but uh, it's it's nice that he thinks, uh, I mean, if that's true, it's kind of a mutual thing, too, because it was a big shock for me in the West, to be able to play for such a large audience and and uh, kind of get out past the uh, the edge of Ontario. Well, what he said was that uh, it was a free festival the first year in 1974, sponsored uh, because of Winnipeg's uh, 100th anniversary, and um, they would go about the city saying there were, it's a free Bruce Coburn concert plus more, uh, and that's what attracted people to it. So 
Um, <laughs> and uh, of course, we hooked they, them good. Yeah, and came out and uh, they got to uh, see the likes of Leon Redbone and uh, and and many more. So uh, Mitch passes on his uh, his good wishes and uh, yeah. And, well, what do you what do you think of um, staying on festivals in general? What do you think of the way they've evolved these days? Do you have any opinions on that at all? Um, it varies. I mean, and it's always in flux. Uh, so I mean, I've, and I've come and gone from it. There was a, quite a few years where I didn't really do any festivals. I mean, I, I don't really remember that there was a particular reason for that. It just worked out that way, but. Um, it, it, certainly the festivals have become more eclectic um, musically most of them have that you if you go to the Montreal Jazz Festival you hear you'll hear many things that don't really fit the definition of jazz and and um, if you go to any given folk festival there'll be things that you know it's that that's a little harder because you, the I was going to say things that don't fit the definition of folk music, but there is no definition of folk music really. So I suppose that doesn't hold up. The, the back in the day when people used to argue over whether something was folk music or something yeah. else, um, I, I remember <laughs> Bill Brunzi saying, "It's all folk music, man. I never heard a horse sing a song." <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, people were very hung up on. Some people were on, on whether it was blues or folk music or something else. Mm-hmm. That was his response. But uh, but there's certainly, um, I mean, the, the big Western festivals in, in Canada, especially, have, have really taken off, and and uh, I think have uh, have formed a kind of really important cultural element in uh, in Canada mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, from beginnings that were, you know, for the most part, fairly humble and and uh, speculative in a way, yeah, I think things have gone in a good direction. Mm-hmm. The smaller the uh, festival or the smaller the stage you're playing on, again, I guess you can. Uh, how do you do? You think it's in it's good if you can still achieve that sort of we'll use the word intimacy with the audience, that sort of thing too. Yeah, the intimacy with an audience is great, and and, yeah. and it's true that uh, you know the bigger you get, the the less of that there is. Um, although that's, you know, it, it, it's partly a combination of what everybody brings to it. Um, you can have a big audience feel pretty, pretty close if, if they come with, uh, in the right state of mind, let's say. But, um, but yeah, smaller stages, for me, the, if I'm playing on a small stage, I'd rather it be indoors, though, somehow. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel... There's something about the absence of walls that makes a, a, a setting feel less intimate. Mm-hmm. You know, unless you're just sitting around a campfire with four mm-hmm. or five people, and then it's like frighteningly intimate. I mean, basically, any setting in which people are willing to listen to you, a good one. Mm-hmm. You know, so. You can't tell me there is no mystery, mystery, mystery. Tell me there is no mystery It's everywhere I turn Moon over junkyard where the snow lies bright Snow lies bright Snow lies bright Moon over junkyard where the 
the snow lies bright Can set my heart to burn Stood before the shaman I saw star-strewn space Star-strewn space Star-strewn space Stood before the shaman I saw star-strewn space Behind the eye holes in his face Infinity always gives me vertigo 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 Infinity always gives me vertigo And
So um, as an activist, um, do you ever do you ever come to a festival with a or do you come to a festival with a specific plan that you're going to try to open the eyes to the needs in that geographical area? Like, for example, in Manitoba, you might say the needs of our Aboriginal communities would be a good one. Um, does that does that happen with you when you're? No, no, I don't think like that. I, mm-hmm. I don't I don't go anywhere like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's really. Uh, I mean, if I have things to say about given issues, they're generally in the songs, or maybe I'll just get mouthy one night on stage and say things. But yeah. that that's not planned. Okay. Um, it's just really um, uh, what I what I hope happens. It doesn't always, but it, but the ideal is to show up and be in the moment mm-hmm. and and so I don't really have much of an agenda I, beforehand I I probably know what I'm going to play well I definitely will have worked out what I'm going to play a couple of hours before the show yeah but uh, um, you know that's as far as I go that way unless yeah. there's you know I mean occasionally something very specific comes up there yeah. there's uh, yeah, but that, that requires that kind of attention but most of the time mm-hmm. it's it's best left to the songs. Well, <clears throat> your music is uh, driving all, all various issues that, that you're supporting, and they come out come out of your music. So, you know, even to the latest album, I was just listening to Mystery la- last night, and uh, mm. um, I guess sort of the side, the spiritual side of you. Uh, and you know, I've listened to a few of the interviews over the last few days, and how you know that that type of realization came over you like with songs like all diamonds and 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 the beauty that we must uh be aware of in our surroundings and the the miracle that it is that we're here on this earth and that sort of thing and to do the best we can kind of thing so i mean there's so much to choose from and it's inevitably going to come out in the next song that comes into your head if you don't have a set list it's going to be something along that line maybe your current viewpoint or something you've done for many many years so um, yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I I do have a set list. I, I because mm-hmm. I'm afraid of not, you know, not being able to think of what to do next. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do. I mean, occasionally depart from that, and the and the set list, like I kind of was saying, is worked out pretty close to showtime. So, um, you know, it's it's it, it, I look for a song selection that sort of fits the mood of the day or or the setting or whatever. But but. Um, it's yeah i don't know I, the, the, there've been times where uh certainly i've been accused of being overly verbose on stage <laughs> and and generally that's been when there were songs that talked about an issue that perhaps people weren't so familiar with and i wanted them to understand where the song was coming from but uh but it's more about that than about trying to sway people's opinion i i i feel like the job is to show people what i what i see what i understand about what i see and I mean that's what I'm qualified to to offer, and uh, so that's kind of the bottom line. Um, yeah, you've you've said that your your music isn't doling out answers, but making observations. That's came up several times in the stuff I was looking and listening to, looking at and listening yeah, to. Yeah, if, and if people, um, you know, I mean, I'm I'm very pleased if people uh, get more out of the music than. Than just enjoying it. I mean, I'm happy if they just enjoy it too. But uh, but if it means more to them than than uh, a few minutes enjoyment, then that's that's even better. You know. But I don't. I, 
I don't know. I don't take any of it for granted. I just it, it, you just kind of throw it out there and hope it sticks to people. <laughs> you know, it's just a few to mention. Uh, you know, if I had a rocket launcher, if a tree falls in a forest, but also call it democracy, burn, mm-hmm. laughter, and radium rain, which actually I don't think I'd ever heard before. <laughs> I'm being oh, yeah. honest here. But I've been listening to him, and I know it's not very hopeful on a lot of these these issues, you know, when you look at it in the world today. But can you see some power, I wanted to ask you this, in diplomacy and negotiation in the world currently to bring some stability? Is this the question? Uh, well, you could, there's always room for hope in that. Yeah. Um, whatever power there is in negotiation is it, it, dependent on... The, the power that's behind it in a way like so there it, it, I mean the the one percent to to sort of make a simple and to keep the, keep it simple uh, can sit around and talk and make decisions that affect everybody yep um, and you know there's power in that there's a kind of power in that and you the rest of us just kind of have to hope mm-hmm. that they're, they're going to do the right thing but and and they frequently don't and um, but there, the, the 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 ring of political um, structures, let's say around that one percent, yes, has the capacity to influence the one percent, and and we in turn have the capacity to influence that political element, and um, and and therefore we must, you know, I mean it doesn't always bear much fruit, but. Uh, but I think you have to keep banging away at it, regardless. Just year after um, day after day, when I hear it, I sort of the, the best I can do in my little <laughs> mind is to think of a saying like the pen is mightier than the sword, or something like that. You know, it's like, or you know, the, the negotiation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, everything helps, and, and or at least everything has potential value. Let's say uh, mm-hmm. everything you do. I mean, you can you can if you you can do nothing, and that has no value. Uh, or you can do the little bits you, you can see, and then and and that has some value. How much is is unpredictable and uh, and generally um, undiscernible because you're none of us is in a position to really see uh, the broader effects of our choices, mm-hmm. except except in a negative way. <laughs> so um, you know. Do it. Do I, the I, right thing. <laughs> do something. <laughs> It'll help. Yeah, yeah. Basically, I mean, just do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, don't go shooting people, but do 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 anything else. You know, mm-hmm. like because it's uh, it's um, there's nothing to lose at this point, and only only things to gain. So. Something dead 
talking to Bruce Coburn, and uh, he's coming to the Winnipeg Folk Festival this year. So after taking the time with your m- memoirs, you know, that comes at the end of a career, and this is my, my memoirs, and I'm going to sort of relax now. But has that sort of renewed an inspiration for more, more music? Is that where the new album's coming from? Uh, well, it's a relief to me to have more music, because <laughs> I went for so long without writing any songs, because all the creative energy was going into the book. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that it was a bit, you know, uncertain to me whether I'd ever write any more songs. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, I was like, okay, well, the book's put to bed. Maybe I'm a songwriter again. Maybe I'm not. And, and then it turned out that for the moment, at least I still am. <laughs> so there's a bunch of new songs that, that started coming uh, without too much time going by after uh, after the book was put to bed. But... Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's a couple of years ago that that came out, and then these songs represent 
you know, whatever's been going on for the last mm-hmm. couple of years. Um, I, I appreciate, um, and we all do your um, guitar stylings, and um, I'd like to ask singer-songwriters this, is the, the sort of how they feel a marriage between them and their guitar is it's like two it's sort of along the lines of you got two beings and you really respect that the support you get from you know it's like bb uh, king and lucille kind of thing you know like do you, <laughs> um and to, to take that i mean when i hear a, a new person picking up a guitar and strumming away and singing their their love song and that sort of thing i said well just take a little while and let that guitar s- contribute their part to it too you know um can you can you comment on that perspective kind of thing with your instrument? Yeah, okay. I, I mean, I think everybody's got their own uh, particular way of approaching whatever instrument they play. I mean, most, we are most familiar with with songwriters who play guitar. And, I mean, there's a few few keyboard players out there that probably have the same kind of relationship with their instrument. But the, um, uh, you know, it, it kind of depends on what you want. And and I, I think you hit on something when you were referring to sort of people who are just starting out. Um, you might get excited about the idea that you can bang out a few chords and and come up with a melody and, a, and some words. And that, you know who knows it could be a great song. But um, in general, I think the more the more you learn your instrument, the, the more you're, the more options open for you, and the, and the more creative you're able to be. Um, assuming you have, uh, you know, the necessary kind of creative genes to begin with, um, it's it's just better to have all the tools at your disposal that you can have. Um, that said, Leonard Cohen wrote amazing songs. He wasn't much of a guitar player. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he was a, he was a competent guitar player. He did he did what he had to do, but not more. And um, you know, we don't we don't think of him as somebody that we'd go see. For the guitar playing, but but in there and Burlesque, he wrote these incredible songs. So uh, it's it's I think the possibilities are are quite broad, and and uh, you know it's really for everybody to kind of figure out their own way to to put their best out there. I enjoyed watching um, uh, the DVD "Pacing the Cage." It was uh, one thing I'll, I'll light on, I guess, is. Uh, uh, with your desire sometimes to do a um, a one-off kind of benefit sort of thing, and and uh, I think the example in the video is the Bob Bob Lovelace. Uh, he was protesting against a nuclear waste dump on his land, mm. the land he lived on, mm. and um, that, that was so uh, nice to see you meet him. And he had been released from jail and that sort of thing. But uh, Bernie Finkelstein, your wonderful manager, comes on before that, and he says that. Uh, I've never said no to Bruce, you know, but uh, in terms of things he might like to do. But I think he, it was, uh, uh, we just don't want to overextend our welcome sometimes in, in a, on a certain issue or something. Is that is that true? Is that the, Did I read that right? <laughs> uh, I don't really remember, to be honest, it's okay. so since I've seen it. But, but <clears throat> I think the thinking would be that, uh, you know, there's a limited tolerance for uh, in the media for... Uh, statements made about a given issue, mm-hmm. and um, we we've had the experience over the years where you know, like we, with when I first got involved in the landmine issue, for instance, I went to to uh, Mozambique and and uh, saw what this their situation was with respect to mindset, and 
came back and and you know I'd done a bunch of things like this over the years and the media was always kind of at least uh, semi-interested but we just met with a great big yawn at that point and it's like here comes Coburn back from another thing like mm-hmm. we don't really give a shit mm-hmm. so uh, but that changed when the when the politicians started talking about it uh, I mean the international ones like that you know a few, couple months later there's a big meeting in Norway about landmines and then all of a sudden they say oh yeah Coburn was talking about that and they got interested um, but uh, you have to be wary of that kind of uh, uh, information fatigue, I guess you could call it, um, uh, especially on media, on the media's part. I think the public is more inclined to be interested if they're presented with the information. But um, but you know, media people have a career to worry about, <laughs> and, and they got to keep coming up with fresh things and interesting things and stuff that their editors will like and their readers will like and all that stuff. So it's. Um, uh, it, it's part of the picture that you have to pay attention to. Uh, so I think that's what Bernie's talking about there. Because um, we look at these things. I mean, it, the obvious, uh, it, it's, it's an obvious response. When somebody gets in touch and says, can you help us with issue X, Y, or Z, uh, you look at that and you think, well, can I actually help? Is, there, is my involvement going to actually produce anything useful? And... Um, and then do the people that I'm going to help actually know what they're doing so they'll be able to make use of that help? And then the other thing is, do I have time? Mm-hmm. You know, am, yeah. I, am I booked or not? Yeah. Um, can I can I give this issue the attention it deserves? And uh, if those conditions are satisfied, then then it's, it's great to get involved and, and feel like something's being done. And, of course, the, how much you have to get involved varies. Usually, sometimes it's just showing up and being part of a show. Sometimes it's a much longer, deeper commitment. Well, and also, we must, just as we finish off here, plug um, Rumors of Glory. Um, I think people can still get it. It's such an amazing package. Um, uh, the book and nine discs, right? And the DVD, too. Um, yeah. And um, you can get it online. I I think, I think I'm, I know I'm going to finish off with Pacing the Cage because uh, um, there's been uh, so many different beautiful versions done of that and people have covered it and uh, congratulations on that song and I think my read on it is accepting our human limitations but being aware they are there kind of thing is that part of it or how would you I was just feeling trapped (laughs) yeah you know which I think is uh, I think most of us have experienced at one point or another in our lives or will you know and and, uh, so it's uh, seemed like a good thing to put into a song Looking forward to, to seeing you, and thank you very, very much for doing this, Bruce. And looking forward right, to seeing you. We all are. appreciate your interest. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. All right, bye. Sunset is an angel weeping Holding out a bloody sword No matter how I squint I cannot 
Make out what it's pointing toward Sometimes you feel like you've lived too long Days drip slowly on the page You catch yourself Pacing the cage I've proven who I am so many times The magnetic strips worn thin And each time I was someone else And everyone was taken in Powers chatter in high places Stir up eddies in the dust of rage me to pacing the cage I never knew what you all wanted So I gave you everything All that I could pillage All the spells that I could It's as if the thing were written In the constitution of the age Sooner or later You'll wind up pacing the cage Sometimes the road leads through dark places Sometimes the darkness is your friend Today these eyes scan bleached out land For the coming of the outbound stage Facing the cage Facing the cage Welcome back. That was Pacing the Cage with Bruce Coburn from his album The Charity of Night, 
which ended my 2017 Festival Express interview on UMFM to promote his 2017 appearance at the Winnipeg Folk Festival. Bruce, of course, returning to Winnipeg this week, Friday, February the 10th, at the Burton Cummings Theatre. Visit the tour tab at brucecoburn.com for tickets. We have been playing new music from his album, Rarities, over the past while, and I'm going to end this hour with a few more from the album. An instrumental called Mystery Walk, Grinning Moon, and a remaster of a song you may know, Bruce's take of a Gordon Lightfoot, Ribbon of Darkness. Check out umfm.com for more info on this show. This is Mystery Walk by Bruce Colburn. of blades 
There was a chemical stench Blowing up the hill There was the ghost of a porch light There was blood on the glass There was a hole in the eye Where the light was spilled I'm Steve Dawson, and you're listening to Planet Mainstage on 101.5 UMFM. 
darkness over me Since my true love walked out the door Tears I never had before Ribbon of darkness over me Clouds are gathering over my Kill the day and hide the sun The shroud the night when day is done Ribbon of darkness over me Rain is falling on the meadow Where once my loving I did lie She is gone from the meadow My love, goodbye Ribbon of darkness over me Where once the world was young as spring Flowers did bloom and birds did sing Ribbon of darkness over me This is Celso Machado. You are listening to Planet Main Stage on 101.5 UMFM. No ano 
Panamá É a curva da dança Sensual, sinuosa A terra açucareira Ela e laranjeiras Que estão as talheiras Enfeitadas de fitas Todas brancas e vermelhas Swingando nos gansás Swingando nos gansás Talheiras, talheiras, talheiras Talheiras, talheiras, talheiras Talheiras, talheiras, talheiras Talheiras, talheiras, talheiras Louvor São Benedito Senhora do Rosário D'água benta da igreja Para as águas do rio Vão louvar e manjar Na igreja joelham Vem trajadas de branco Pelas ruas cantando Catarina Mubamba O dia macabra Macabra Talheiras, talheiras, talheiras Talheiras, talheiras, talheiras Talheiras, talheiras, talheiras Talheiras, talheiras, talheiras É canoa no rio Meia lua na mão É a curva da dança Sensual, sinuosa Terra sucareira, ela e laranjeiras Que estão as talheiras, enfeitadas e fitas Todas brancas e vermelhas, swingando nos casais Swingando nos casais Talheiras, talheiras, talheiras Talheiras, talheiras, talheiras Talheiras, talheiras, talheiras Talheiras, talheiras, talheiras Louvo São Benedito do Rosário Da água benta da igreja Para as águas do rio Vão louvar e manjar Na igreja joelham Pentajadas de branco Pelas ruas cantando Catarina Mubamba O dia macabra O dia macabra Talheiras, talheiras, talheiras 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 Talheiras, talheiras, talheiras
Hi, John Prentice here. Welcome to Hour 2 of the show, February the 4th, 2023. That was Celso Machado, a longtime favorite of this show. He's a Brazilian world music guitarist, percussionist, and multi-instrumentalist who lives in Gibsons, British Columbia. For over 40 years, he has performed on concert stages in Brazil, Europe, and Canada, and the U.S. We heard Tairis from his album, Varal. We will hear a brilliant, super passionate, I'm going to call it a, a duet, by Bruce Coburn and his friend and longtime accomplice, extraordinary fiddler Hugh Marsh, to end the show today. And shortly, a feature of Canada and Manitoba's representation showcasing at the Folk Alliance International Conference being held this weekend in Kansas City. But first, it's time for our weekly bit of fun. It's Name That Riff. Wow. On our David Crosby tribute last week, we had six correct answers. Victor, Lisa, Jim, Sandy, Jeremy, and Paul. And Paul, who is down in Mexico, is doing a little show promotion for me, too. He says, thanks for the Crosby tribute. We sent a link to several friends here in La Cruz, Mexico, Two Americans we know down here were at Kent State when the four students were killed. He's talking about the song Ohio, which we played. Your program caused a buzz. <clears throat> uh, thanks, Paul. <laughs> so the riff was the opening bars of Woodstock by Joni Mitchell, and the winner is Jeremy. Yay. I will get in touch for your CD of choice, Jeremy. Okay, this week's riff is a song title, i.e. a song by our feature artist, Bruce Coburn. Okay, here it is. What kind of currency grows in these new deserts, these brand new floodplains? And again. What kind of currency grows in these new deserts, these brand new floodplains? Got it? Email me now or until next Wednesday, and a draw will be made from the winning answers. Email planetm at umfm.com. That's planetm, all one word, at umfm.com. Good luck. What kind of currency grows in these new deserts, these brand new floodplains? Okay, onward. Folk Alliance International is the organization that is mainly responsible for promoting folk music in the world. Their annual conference being held this weekend showcases hundreds of acts for festival promoters and artistic directors to choose from. Go to folk.org to see the vast scope and importance of this conference. Folk.org. Canadian acts and Winnipeggers are happily showcasing there this year, and we will now hear some fine examples. We will hear favorites The Small Glories, Rain Hamilton, Alexei Campagne, Ben Suris, and to start, Madeline Roger, who I'm looking forward to seeing in a house concert next Saturday. This is Take My Time on Planet Main Stage. <laughs> Sunlight is 
and charm and all the things that show but you know what's really great about me what's so great about you i'm the most modest person i know because i'm hot i'm sexy i can make women squeal we're at a show it i'd be ooh 
posing with sex appeal, I'm divine, I'm sublime, it's so hard to deny it, come on ladies, look at me, you know you'll want to try it, but what makes me better than the average Joe, I'm the most modest person I know. It's so hard to be modest when you add up all I've got Oh, I might be exaggerating, but wait a minute, no I'm not Is it brawn or brain? Well, I'll leave that up to you You see, I'm not being vain if what I say is true Look out, I'm gonna break the status quo Cause I'm the most modest person I know I'm the most modest person, I'm the most modest person I know street how should i know every woman i see faints at my feet i can sing and ladies i can dance i know that you can't wait to see what's under these pants oh what makes all the women let go now i'm the most modest person i know whoa because i'm hot i'm sexy to be with a squeal where to show it how do you sing with sex appeal i'm divine I'm the blind, yeah, it's so hard to deny it. Come on, 
better than the average Joe. I'm the most modest person I know.
standing on the sidewalk, but it's not for standing on. They say you're standing wrong. They say to leave this place. Here, the homeland of your ancestors. This place you have a right to. This place you came tonight to be a person in a crowd. A person in a crowd. Hands off, stand down. Respect the land you stand on. Step back, look up. See the history your town was built. Targeting the people, you surely should protect landing blows that sting with history. If the government did this to me, who would I trust? Somewhere far, far away. I'll see a lot of stuff, I'll learn a lot of things, I'll form opinions, I'll have something to say. I'll pick up a few words in a different tongue, get some really weird job in another town. Like Pad Thai vendor, ox cart driver, or Mexican rodeo clown. Or maybe when I'm older. Ow, hey, hey, hey. Maybe when I'm 30, I will fall in love. Maybe we will make us some babies. And when they go to school, I'll pack their lunches. I'll 
make them all colorful and crazy. A succession of bicycles and learning to read early and shorter sleeps on soccer days. And can you take them? Can you? Can you? Okay, okay, okay. And maybe when I'm older, I'll hey, hey, hey. Maybe when I'm older, Maybe when I'm 40 I'll read up On some things I've been meaning to try Like rooftop gardening or how to win at relationships Maybe my wife leaves me by and by I will have the kids on all the weekends It'll just be me and them And they can have their rooms painted any way they like and Maybe they won't hate my girlfriend Maybe when I'm older I'll hey, hey, hey Maybe when I'm older Maybe when I'm 50 I'll start to figure out what really matters. Start a second family, become a Harry Krishna, make Ikea art out of paint splatters. Maybe I'll win the lottery and format revolution, help refugees from the Middle East. Plus pay back all the debts I was never able to Maybe then I will find some peace And maybe when I'm older I'll hey, hey, hey Maybe when I'm older mm-hmm. Maybe when I'm 60 I'll look up All the old friends are wronged or let down I'll take them for drinks I'll apologize with tears I'll show them the whole town I will find the words I will bear my soul Maybe they won't mind what I have to say Maybe they will tell me how I really hurt them Or maybe they'll just go out It's okay Or maybe when I'm older I'll hey, hey, hey Maybe when I'm older If I make it to 70 By some miracle of science Take back the wasted years Of saying the wrong stuff And doing all the wrong things I'll take back all the old Girlfriend tears And when I hit 80 I'm gonna learn to dance And maybe finally Write that song One that says everything I ever wanted to With the chorus that's 80 years strong Maybe when I'm older I'll Hey, hey, hey Maybe when I'm older Maybe when I'm 90 
I will not write songs I'll have a yard sale Till everything is gone Folk Alliance 2023 Canadian showcasers all on Planet Mainstage. We heard in reverse order Ben Suris, Maybe When I'm Older, It Matters, Rain Hamilton, You Can't Be High, Small Glories, Most Modest Person, Alexei Campagne, and Madeline Roger, Take My Time. Follow the conference this weekend at folk.org. Next, a note from the McDades. We're cracking out the champagne. A well-deserved nomination for a Juno and three Canadian Folk Music Awards for their album, The Empress. They also are showcasing this weekend at Folk Alliance. On the album, they also have a Gordon Lightfoot cover, a Celtified McDade's version of Sundown. Also, we will hear from Son of Dave and Dan Frechette, two other native sons long overdue for their Juno Awards. This is the McDade's perennial festival favorites. Get feeling better when I'm feeling no pain 
Of your number and a curse today, feeling inside my head. 
This is Martin and Sue of Backer Beyond. You're tuned into the music of the world on Planet Main Stage on 101.5 UMFM. Right on, just go. <laughs> Hope you are enjoying the show featuring Bruce Coburn coming to Winnipeg next Friday, February the 10th, and Folk Alliance artists. That was Sunflowers by Yasmin Williams. Before that, another new song from the prolific nonstop creative Dan Frechette called Memory Star. Before that, not the Juno, but still award winner in our eyes, Son of Dave from his latest Call Me King knock off and started with the mcdades from their recently juno 
and CFMA-nominated album The Empress. We heard their version of Sundown. Check out my interview with Solon McDade, a back issue on Planet Mainstage at umfm.com, Planet Mainstage. And find today's playlist there, too. Reach me, John, at planetm at umfm.com anytime. I'm excited to finish with another amazing Bruce Coburn piece from his latest album, Rarities. Bruce, to me, is at his best when he wears his heart on his sleeve and lets his frustrations with the world show through. And here he pairs up with his longtime friend and collaborator, fiddler Hugh Marsh, to make this powerful musical statement. Take care. Be kind. This is Wise Users. Bye-bye.
Use it.